This is the Servers Radio Network. Well, good morning and welcome to Love Out of the Blue. My name is Debbie Jordan and this is a collection of stories from my personal journey from a place of feeling blue to finally seeing those unexpected moments show up out of the blue, reminding me that love is still very real. Joining me at the controls is my producer, Jay Lawrence. And good morning, Debbie. I am so glad to be with you and on this journey of yours out of the blue, but you were on this journey of 18 days going to the Holy Land. Yes. So where are you going to take us today? Well, we've been through Israel and we've been to Jordan and now... Um, There was an excursion that was allowed on this trip for anyone that wanted to participate to go from Amman, Jordan, on into Cairo, Egypt. Mm, Egypt, wow. Yes. Now, why would you want to go to Egypt? Oh, my goodness. There were so many reasons to go to Egypt. Um, The Egyptian Museum alone, where the artifacts of King Tut are, um, Memphis, the oldest capital of Egypt, which includes uh, uh, highlights of Ramses and and uh, the Sphinx, or, or one of the smaller ones, but one that's much more complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, for me, there was the uh, the pyramids, the pyramids of Giza. Uh, and then the potential of riding a camel. No, so. <laughs> no, no. Where you were, did, were you able to just see the pyramids? Yes. As a matter of fact, the location of our hotel uh, allowed for us to be in the courtyard at a certain point, even around the swimming pool, sit and be able to see the top of the Great Pyramid. It's that large. It's not that we were that close. It's but, that large. But that has got to be a, an amazing. It was. Absolutely just sitting amazing. there because I know you've seen them in pictures. I've seen them in pictures, but to see it there. Yes. <laughs> and it is. It's quite and it's just it's the symbol of Egypt. It's and the fascination of it is how was it built? Where did it come from? There's always been all this mystery involved in it. Um, were there aliens involved or <laughs> um, so to actually go there and be able to see it, to be able to touch it, uh, to just see the massiveness of this and and what these people engineered and created. It was just fascinating. Now, how old are these things? Um, these go back, um, I believe it's around 4,000 years old. Wow. You know, they're, um, yeah, they're, they've been around a long time. As a matter of fact, it was uh, the uh, Great Pyramid in Giza. There's three of them there. Um, but the greatest one... And the largest structure, uh, it has been the largest structure in the world for, I believe, 3,000 plus years. Oh, my goodness. Um, so pretty amazing what they accomplished back then. How, how high approximately were they? Do you mm. know? Yeah, I do. Um, it, it went up about 480 feet. Mm. And the length of it on each side was about 750. Mm. So, so 480 feet high would be a, a, like a 48-story building. There you go. You can... I always have to look at buildings and sure. that's half the Sears Tower. Yeah. Yeah. So you can right. <laughs> wow. Can, I mean it's it's really it's really fascinating to be there and and but it's half the Sears Tower, but it's half the Sears Tower built out of these yeah. stone limestone blocks that were brought over from quite a distance away, then engineered perfectly to line up and still today. So you were you were there. Uh, I was. Did you spend a day? Did you get out to the 
to the pyramids? Yeah, no, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a day, to, a full day to go and see these. Um, it was part of the stop of, of other stops on, you know, during the trip. Mm. Um, but when we got there, our tour group, uh, it could have been a very quick stop, actually. You can get out, you can take some pictures, and everybody is goes, wow, and you get back on the bus and you, you take off and then go see the Sphinx and do the same thing. But um, something that was offered to us was the opportunity to climb on the outside of the Great Pyramid to a hole in the pyramid that was created by Napoleon. Mm. Back in the day, grave robbers, for, for centuries, of course, people knew that these were tombs and that they were just filled full of treasures. So grave robbers had long since taken everything out of these pyramids. But Napoleon wasn't so sure about that, apparently, as, as we heard the story, and, and blew a hole in the Great Pyramid and attempted to see if there was anything in there. Luckily for us, um, going forward, he hit a chamber very quickly found out there was nothing in it and stopped doing any further damage to the Great Pyramid. But what it did is opened it up. So how did you get there? I mean, how oh. high up were you approximately? Well, um, we, you know, in the way that you consider a thing on stories, I would say that we probably climbed um, four or five stories. That's all? Yeah. You know? would, no, now just to get to the entrance. Oh. Okay. Once we got into the entrance, you, we were allowed to go into this chamber on the inside of the pyramid. And mm-hmm. so from the inside of the pyramid, it is several ladders that go straight up. And interestingly enough, I would, you know, it's difficult for me to, um, to, to tell you for sure how high up, but, I, well, sure. you know, my, we were pretty darn close to the top. <laughs> so um, that's that's the best that you I could walk tell 48 you. Forty-eight stories high. Well, I would I would go more with the fact that all right, that's not fair. We probably went halfway because <laughs> <laughs> forty-eight wasn't happening. But um, but it felt like it because it it definitely is straight up. It's very narrow. So you were climbing ladders. It, for lack of a better word, it was it was against the wall with um, what was like laddered. Um, the floor mm. and it's an incline and then and then you climb up short ladders that are actually ladders and then go to the next incline. So were these ladders actually added afterwards? Well for the tourists? No. These okay. are chambers that were okay. actually built um in order to reach a particular tomb. And so as we understood it, the tomb that we then arrived to and got to stand inside of was one that was done for one of the um, princesses of of this particular king um, at the time that this tomb was was built. Okay, so um, I've never been there. Okay, so now, is there electricity in there so you can see where you're going? There, there was. They they have put in um, some. However, that's operated. You know, there is some lighting that was along the way. Okay, and then there was also a system of a couple of fans that were inside the tomb that we got into because. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, oxygen was a question. Wow. Okay. It was interesting, yeah. And so they have they have created that in order for tourists to be able to 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 take this um, tour. Wow! So, yeah. what did you find inside the tomb? I'm Absolutely sorry, You're in the chamber. Nothing. Really? Absolutely nothing. It's oh. a it's a complete um, uh, room made of granite. First of all, hmm. it's just. But that was interesting, even in itself, is that you could see the blocks. And how perfectly this was built on the inside of this pyramid versus even the outside. It's a, com- a completely different 
um, rock. It's it's um, it's done for a very specific reason. The only other thing that was in this room besides us was uh, what it was a sarcophagus. Now it did not have a top on it. It was empty. And what we found absolutely hysterical was the signs along the way that said there uh, no stepping into the sarcophagus. And of course, you kept thinking, why would you want to do that in the first place until you got in the room and you realized it was the only thing in the room and everyone wanted to get in it. It was very it was really funny. Now, um, please, what is a sarcophagus? That's where the bodies were laid. That's where the mummies went in. In other words, a coffin yeah, in, in, in my words, language. Yeah, in okay. other words, it would be a coffin. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for You're describing welcome. that to me. <laughs> so, so anyway, my um, what was really cool going up in there and uh, just high-fiving the few people that made that journey up and down these ladders, um, when we came out of the pyramid... Uh, generously, the people that had not gone on this trip with us took pictures. Now, how was it, you know, were you the only person that went on the tour? No, 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 no. There were four of us okay. that then went ahead and went. And the beginning, um, you're right, I was I was the only one that wanted to do this. When I heard about it, I, I got really excited about it. Because um, you'll climb anywhere. Well, sure. And, and, you know, I had gone all this distance and then to have an opportunity to actually be able to climb on any portion Not of the outside only on of it, it, but in it. But yeah. then to go in it, I, wow. I was, I couldn't believe it. I thought, there's my luck. But um, the group that I was with, uh, was kind of of the idea that it would be okay to stop and take some pictures and, and go on about to the next stop and had no interest in, in doing the climb. Um, what I got, you know, and I was a little disappointed at first and, and the way that I felt was that, you know, well, I certainly didn't want to say, well, you know, gosh, can you all wait for me for the hour while I, you know, yeah. climb up there and is there something else you can do while I go do this? And I was, I was getting ready to give up on that idea and thought, you know, well, it's just not going to happen. You know, that just wouldn't be, wouldn't be nice of me. Um, when our tour leader came back and said to me, listen. Um, if this is something that you really want to do, this is your experience. This is you've come a long way to be here, and there are other things on this tour that have been important to the other people on this group. For example, there might have been um, some stop where somebody wanted to stay an extra fifteen minutes or twenty minutes to have whatever their experience was, and you were willing to stay for them. This this is what this means to you, and you if you want to do this, please do it. And I thought, you know what? You're right. This would have been such a regret if I had not done this. I would have, I would have kicked myself, saying, "Well, I, you know, I wanted you to, but have. I didn't. I could have, but I just didn't speak up." And so I said, "You know what? I, you know, thank you for that. And yes, I, I thank you. I would like to do this." And I raised my hand. Another person looked at me and said, "You know what? I, I'll go with you. I would like to do this too." And I go, "Cool. That's great." Two other people then spoke up and said, I, I think I'd do that too. The fear of being the first one to say, I'd like to go and yeah. I'd like to be the one that might cause our entire tour to have to wait is is a tough position to put yourself in. But what I found was that it was one of my favorite things that ended up happening on this entire trip. It is a memory I will cherish. I, To be real honest with you, when we got down, the four of us looked at each other and said, we did it. Mm. We did this. Nobody else can say that on our group. We got, we got that individual 
cool experience that no one else got. And it was such a wonderful, loving moment that happened at that time when we got out of there and we came back out of the out of the pyramid and we now hit that sun and high-fiving each other and just grinning from ear to ear. And the fact that the people who captured the photo then had that beautiful heart that showed up on the pyramid proved to me once again that it's what you bring to it that matters. So this is the love out of the blue moment? That was absolutely my love out of the blue moment. It didn't happen right then. I mean, you could feel it, but when I could see it, when I saw that picture and I saw the heart behind it, it brought completely back to mind how that felt. The climb. So so there were pictures of of this? Yes. Yes. I didn't understand that. Oh, yeah, I did. There were pictures that were taken of us, you know, standing outside um, the pyramid and, you know, just pictures of the pyramid in general that were taken and that were given to me because I I didn't get to take those pictures um, initially. And so when I got to see the picture, I, I saw the heart. I went ahead and posted it on our Love Out of the Blue Facebook page and on the uh, uh, Instagram. And the response from people just was hilarious. The joy that it brought from people that went, seriously, you caught a heart on the pyramid? <laughs> really? And I said, absolutely. You would have loved this. There was so much happy that happened in there. I truly believe that that's where this came from. So (laughs) my love out of the blue moment. So the story is you can go 18 days on a tour of the Holy Lands, end up in Egypt, go to a pyramid and find a heart on a pyramid. Which reminded me, Jay, you know, it just doesn't matter where you go or what you're doing, what's happening in your life. Sometimes just at the moment when you're feeling down or you're feeling exhausted after 18 days, quite frankly, after a long climb, going up and down ladders, whatever it is, whatever your climb is, whatever your struggle is, however many days it is, that you too can begin to see some unexpected moments that can arrive anywhere, anytime, just when you need them the most. I needed to see that then. It was a great exclamation point at the end of my trip. Just when I needed it the most, love showed up out of the blue. That was great, Debbie. Thanks. And that really wraps that up. Thanks, Jay. Till next time, I'm Debbie Jordan, and this is Love Out of the Blue.